Will stunning Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott, join us now. Four or five. What do you see tonight, Tim? A lot of what you were talking about, David. I, I mean, I feel like there are just too many, you know, I told Ben Anderson and, and Jake were here in the studio watching, and, you know, as the Jazz, you know, before that two, three was taken off the board by Donovan, I said, you know, the Jazz really kind of slept walk through this game, and then, you know, they did the hardest thing at the end. They figured out a way to win it, but I was ahead of myself. And um, crazy similarity the other night, just uh, kind of hit and miss, and unfortunately just not enough consistency throughout the game. I don't have a lot to build off that. I don't mean to be non-conversational, but I mean, it's... No, it's pretty obvious. And, and, I, yeah. and I will, I will yeah, add on to this. I mean, I do think that we have an epidemic of complaining. Yeah. It does seem to me that maybe that's just my opinion on our team that I'm rooting for. Well, I, but I think we say, we're seeing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not running for whatever reason, right? Yeah, I mean, that was incredible tonight that we had Leaf charting that. They had four transition opportunities before the first time out and then four more the rest of the night i'm going to tell you one thing too that i i I noticed and trent Forrest played a few minutes but when he was in there every single time he ran the floor in transition he hit the corner (laughs) you know he sprinted to the corner and there's there's reasons that certain guys play and right now it's just a matter of again we've said it a million times but it's a matter of doing all the things that you need to do to win and um tonight the you know it just felt like they they felt like they'd figure it out at a certain point and it just they just never did well we'll see if at any point it's a wake-up call because right now if we're being really honest it's not a great basketball team like at some point you got to just kind of admit that and so we'll see if they can admit it and get refocused back to the same group that was a great basketball team a year ago but years Seasons are, the adage run it back is a big, huge misnomer. There's an off season. There's a lot of things change from contract status to desires to age to everything. So running it back is not true. You might bring back the same team because it's talented, but you have to reform that team that season to be great. And this team of this year has not formed itself to be great yet. I 100% agree. Good thing there's a long way to go, though, right? And yeah, and years do feel like ten years. So there's a lots of ups and downs. Right. This is a down though. This, Major this down. Yeah, I mean, it's more of a down, and it can. Yeah, but I think it also ties into the Memphis game and the Oklahoma City game, right? Don't you think? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. Now, hey, let, I'm not blaming him. Also, but let's also be perfectly clear that um, when your best player is 17 of his last 57. You're going to struggle. It's hard to win. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, a lot. Of, so, unfortunately, part of what's going on here is, you know, our main guy is not hitting shots. If Donovan makes his regular amount of shots tonight, we win by 10. We're not even talking about this. Right. And we or you know, if we hit shots in the first quarter against Oklahoma City, frankly, if Donovan hits some of those shots in the first quarter, we're up by nine against Oklahoma City, and you're cruising. You're not talking about it. So that is, that is a significant portion of this. Now, Bogey was great, and... A bunch of other guys hit shots tonight, so you can't, you know, there's a butterfly effect to that, certainly. But that is certainly a part of this. Well, uh, how about we do it again tomorrow night? Maybe there'll be a better result. Same time, same place. Same time, same place. What do you say? All right. All right, guys. Thanks.
98-97 is your score. Jazz followed the Pelicans. We'll break it down coming up next on the Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz lose tonight to the Pelicans. 98-97 here at Vivint Arena. And Coach Combe, it was not a pretty game. Uh, it ended in a, a familiar yet terrible fashion, and uh, the Jazz lose to uh, a really bad team. That was like twice in one week, almost identical, you know, in terms of a, a play that, like David said, is reviewed legally. I mean, and it's the right call, but just the timing of it's tough because Donovan bangs that three, but that play in transition was eerily familiar. Drove it, kicked it back, um, opposite wing but you know felt very very similar and and the jazz you know were not able to escape tonight not playing well and uh that that's the tough part are more people going to finally jump on board with me that replay is bad for sports i hate it but man it i mean in in this case they uh, you know, if you're if you're just jumping in and didn't see or hear the play or, or whatever, Donovan makes a three. There was a foul against Rudy Gobert on the same play that happened before the shot. So they give Rudy two foul shots and take the three off the board. Rudy makes one of two, and of course sets up the scenario for New Orleans to to eventually win. Whether that uh, it was a two point swing because Donovan had the three taken off the board and Rudy only made one of the free throws, and obviously in a one point game. But but honestly. <laughs> there was no re- like there was no there was no injustice or anything. It was just a it was a I don't know. I I think it ruins the flow of the game. I think well, it, it, the whole place is erupt- erupted, right? And it has to come back down. Then they actually take points off the board. You're like, what is going on? Yeah, just, right. It does not feel conducive to. Uh, the, I guess the, what we love about sport, and it's what they kind of did at the end. They hit that shot, but. Yeah, it's it's almost like uh, wait a second, there was a technicality. Yeah, and and you know what, you, you know, it's not sour grapes. Give Graham credit. I mean, oh, for he, sure, he came down shot. and he made a huge shot at a big moment, and he wasn't having a particularly good game either, and uh, and he made it. But <clears throat> I mean, I replays a waste of time, and it's not like officials get all the calls right anyway. So I don't know. I, for the second time in a week, the Jazz get absolutely screwed by a replayed call in the final minute, which is just. Which is just crazy, uh, but they didn't play well tonight. I mean, if you know, people don't like complaining about the refs and replay and all that sort of stuff because there's any number of a thousand moments in that game that if it were played differently, the the outcome could have been different. And the Jazz didn't play well tonight. Donovan Mitchell didn't play well tonight. No, he didn't. Uh, it was nice to see him with the spurt at the end, but uh, almost looked like he was kind of laboring out there to run. Um, but it did. It just seemed like a little bit of an off night. It seemed like a you know, a holiday weekend and, hey, let's get the guys together and play. There just was not a whole lot of juice uh, in the gym. And you let a team hang around, it doesn't matter. You know, they've got guys that can make one or two plays. And, you know, to the Pelicans' credit, they came in with a good mindset. Uh, Really, I thought, battled all night long where the Jazz kind of played and then didn't play some and then would play some. Uh, Pelicans kind of stuck stuck with it, and that's what you know. That's the lesson, that unfortunately, the Jazz are going to have to figure out because they've had many situations like that this year. Pelicans had forty one points off the bench. Got some big performances from uh, from their bench players. The Jazz were led by Bogdanovich, who had twenty three points. Donovan had sixteen on six of twenty one shooting, two of seven from three. Conley uh, finished the game with twelve. 
Uh, Joe Ingles had 12 coming in off the bench, but not enough as the Jazz fall to the Pelicans 98 to 97. With that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way tomorrow night. Uh, this very same Pelicans team remains in town. The game tomorrow will tip off a little after 7 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll have post-game sound for you, and we'll continue to break this one down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz lose tonight 98-97 to the New Orleans Pelicans. And a game they uh, they struggled, certainly. Not a pretty game in the slightest. Jazz uh, led by Bogdanovich, who had 23 points. He had a nice night. 9 of 15 shooting, 5 of 9 from 3. Donovan Mitchell was 16. Tough night shooting for him, though, 6 of 21. Um, Mike Conley had 12 points to go along with 5 assists. Rudy, 9 points, 10 boards. Rudy had 3 block shots. Uh, Ingles had 12 coming in off the bench. Rudy Gay had 9 off the bench as well. For the Pelicans, 21 from Brandon Ingram. Uh, Hernan Gomez had 13 off the bench. Uh, Lewis had 10 and Alexander Walker had 15 off the bench. Uh, Valanchunas with 11 to go along with his 10 rebounds. I mean, you look through, it, it's really an unspectacular box score for both sides, Coach. But, uh, you know, give uh, give Graham credit. He hit that three to win it for New Orleans. And uh, an ugly conclusion to an ugly game. Yeah, it, it, it was. And it really is one of those situations where the Jazz kind of played with fire most of the night and figured out, you know, late how to put themselves in a great position. Um, but, you know, this team has, in my mind, has some of that uh, in them where there was a play late in the third quarter where the ball literally touched everybody, popped around like, um, you know, like what we love to see when this team's playing right. Um, and then there'll just be four or five possessions with no sh- no passes, you know, coming off. And, and I understand the Pelicans tonight did a good job of making the guy with the ball coming off the ball screen, have to make a play. And they're passing the ball out, you know, it wasn't easy. Um, but the Jazz find, found opportunities to do it, and it just was – I just didn't feel like they were forceful enough with wanting to play that way. They kind of fell into that trap of doing what the Pelicans had kind of scouted them out to do. It feels like the, the coaches – and the players, and I, I say coaches, but uh, listening to Coach Quinn Snyder and doing all the pre- and post-game stuff and, and, and listening to the players who say the right thing, it, it, it feels to me like there isn't a mystery about what's not working. But for some reason, they just aren't in the, in the mentality to fix it. I mean, it's all the stuff we've talked about, Coach. I mean, it's, it's the running and the focus and transition and uh, Lock and Boone brought up the not running back because they're complaining and those sorts of things. I mean, it feels like all this stuff that we've, we talk about uh, every time they struggle. You heard that, you know, hard habit to break that whole idea. Um, you know, and, and I thought what David said in crosstalk was very true. It, just because you run it back, just because you bring everybody and you're familiar and you add a couple pieces, 
the team's got to function again like it did the year prior. And everybody's in a different place. Um, but that is going to be this team's test is to uh, figure out how to be more consistently good and and not take plays off and not be complacent and not allow, you know, quite frankly, a team that's nowhere near this Jazz team in talent. In you know, the Jazz team outclasses this Pelicans team. You know, you can just look in the standings and see that. But on tonight, they just wanted this game more, and that's something that's got to get fixed. All right, let's uh, go down to the media room. It's time to hear from the coach. Here's Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. 17 assists on 38 baskets or so tonight. It seemed like ball movement was kind of visual. Yeah, you know, after the last game, I think our whole team felt good about the way the ball moved. Um, and, you know, your anticipation is that that continues to happen. It, it didn't. Um, and it impacts our whole team. You know, when I've said it before the game, you know, when we don't just make an easy pass, um, whether it be to change sides, to get off it and just trust each other. Um, it's harder for us, you know, it's harder on a lot of levels. Last three games. Ball's got to move. We got to play with the pass. Last three games have kind of come down to these close possessions. And mm-hmm. do, do you just get, does it become to a point where you just kind of default to waiting for the game to get close before it picks up or? or? Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I think this was a very different game than the Oklahoma City game. You know, I think the Oklahoma City game, we were efficient and we just didn't make shots. Um, you know, tonight, you know, was a game that was filled with mistakes. Uh, you know, when we had opportunities to extend the lead, we weren't able to do that for a variety of reasons, whether um, we had breakdowns defensively or, you know, they were playing out of turnovers or, as we said before, um, you know, shots where we can get a better shot. Um, and then we, you know, then we find ourselves behind and we make a push to get back in front and, uh, you know, aren't able to close where we've had, you know, whether it be, you know, a number of games where we've been able, you know, to then take the lead and keep it. And obviously that didn't happen tonight. It went the other way. Is it the ball movement that's most concerning or kind of what aspect of the game that's most concerning for you? You know, I, I, I think our, our, our focus and like intensity, efficiency, I mean, the other night we, we looked like a very different team and, you know, when that happens, you know, it's, it's usually, you know, us needing each other, you know, and, and playing together, um, you know, that type of, unification and communication, you know, that's what makes us a good team. And, you know, ball movement is part of that. Um, and that means, you know, being ready to make the next play when you get the ball and not having it stick because once it sticks, the defense loads up and, and everything's harder and that, that affects our defense. You know, it's a, it's cyclical in that sense. And, and that's, that's what the game was filled with tonight. You know, and that's why we were ahead. And then they, you know, it's kind of back and forth, yin-yang, where we get a lead and then 
you know, we turn it over twice all of a sudden. What you know could have been a 10-point lead is suddenly a two-point game. Um, that seemed to happen consistently throughout the game. I mean, you talk about the offense and the defense and kind of the other way around. You often talk about how the defense should sort of dictate your offense tonight. It seemed like when the guys got stops, kind of like stuck in the backcourt and like you yeah. able to get out. So I was saying it, it, you know, we weren't running and spacing. Talk about sprint and space. And, you know, as a result, um, you know, we, we, we don't throw the ball ahead. And, you know, those are opportunities in transition where we're, you know, we're good or highly effective in the first six seconds of the shot clock. Um, and even if you don't get an early shot, you know, you set a tone for a possession. So, you know, everybody's got to run on every possession. That, that requires a commitment to that. Um, you know, and if we don't do that, we're going to see the ball come up the court slowly. And we're going to see some of the, you know, the empty possessions that, that we saw tonight. Since that, some of the expectations of this season are waiting on the guys, or is, or is that all based? Um, you know, I think, I don't think it's expectations as much as it is kind of all of us collectively understanding, you know, the way that we need to play to win. And we do it in spurts. You know, we've done it in a couple games and you feel it start to come and then we we digress. And, you know, that's just a question of, you know, our, our mindset and, you know, what we value during the course of the game and, you know, what we value collectively. And, you know, moving the ball, you know, requires trusting your teammates and, you know, and when we do that, I think we're rewarded. Uh, when we don't, um, we're penalized. Um, so it's, and as I said, it's, you know, defense affects offense, offense affects defense. It's all, you know, there's a connectivity there in this game. Um, you know, some of the most obvious ones are when you turn the ball over and they lay it in on the other end. Um, you know, when we don't run back because of something that happened on offensive edge, there's, you know, it requires, you know, a focus every possession throughout the course of the game. And we're, we're not, we're not doing that. Uh, I think we know how to do it. Um, just a question of, you know, us committing to, to that. And, you know, we see it as we said, and then we let go of it. We've got to hang on tighter to it and, you know, continue. We, we've established an identity of this team and then we don't look like that team. There's just, that's where the inconsistency lies. And I think, I think we know how we need to play. Just a question of us executing it. Does it help to play the same team tomorrow? Because you say, you know, what went wrong tonight. You can try and fix it. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you know, New Orleans deserves credit for winning the game. You know, they made a couple of plays at the end that put them over the top when it, it looked like we had control of the game. Um, you know, how we come out tomorrow is up to us. It's up to us. I, mean, I, I don't think there's, you know, again, you know, we'll watch the film and, you know, if there's things we can adjust to help us, 
you know, be more efficient, but I think a lot of it's just a level of commitment and determination um, to play a certain way on both ends of the court. There's jazz head coach Quinn Snyder, tough loss tonight for the jazz 98, 97 to the Pelicans. And, uh, uh, coach talks a lot about the same stuff every night, but tonight, I mean, he was very adamant about his uh, lack of satisfaction with the ball movement. Yeah, I think that the best thing Quinn said, and I think it sums it all up, he said, we've created, you know, uh, a way to play and we've created a culture and, um, and built a team around that and we don't look anything like it right now. And so I, I think you made the comment earlier that, you know, it sounds as though everybody's clear uh, but it's a matter of the execution piece. And it's not like tennis or golf where, you, hey, I'm going to get really committed and I'm not going to get beat, you know, down the line or, you know, I'm not going to spray my driver anymore. It, you know, it takes five guys to buy in. You've got to get everybody, you know, on the court to do their job. And I thought Quinn, you know, talked about that too. It's, again, it's a, um, it's, it's a process. And right now, in his mind, you know, this team is underperforming and it's mainly underperforming because it just won't do what they typically do well. He said they've got to run on every possession. He said that every single possession. And uh, we're just not seeing that right now. And, and they're leaving points on the table, right, when they don't do it because they're so good at it. You know, tonight they ran great early and then we didn't see it. And, Co- and Coach Snyder said that too. He said you expect that to continue throughout the game. It did not. In fact, it lasted about half of a quarter. So, uh, I mean, maybe some leadership on the team, internal perspective. Uh, I, I truly think they, they know what they are not doing and certainly not doing well, but can't seem to, I don't know, stomach the or, or find the, the will to do it. I don't know. Yeah, and, and it is interesting because I think everybody's, again, when you're dealing as a team, everybody's got a, a mind of their own. They're all professionals. They all know what they do well. But again, I, and you and I have talked about this a million times, the teams that I was around that, that met or exceeded the expectation for themselves typically, ha- to a man, gave a little bit back. You know, um, guy who really shot it great, didn't shoot it every single time. He passed it some. Um, guy who wasn't great physically, really committed to going and hitting people on the glass. And so I think that that's something – to a man that the team's got to look at and say, how do we, how can I figure out how to help this team? Let's get a look at your points in the paint brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit certapro.com. It's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven trusted experts in painting. Tonight, uh, the Jazz and the Pelicans tied in the paint, 42 points apiece. The Jazz lose tonight, however, 98-97 to the Pelicans. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own, and MySubaruIs.com. More straight ahead, more sound from the players, and we'll continue to break this one down uh, next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show, Jazz Radio Network. 
Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. 98 to 97 is your final. The Pelicans uh, beat the Jazz tonight here at Vivint Arena. We'll get you more sound uh, from the locker room coming up here shortly, but let's uh, get a look at your Master of the Glass. Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. They're also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound program at the end of the regular season. Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Master of the Glass, as usual tonight, uh, is Rudy Gobert, who had 10 rebounds. Uh, three offensive rebounds tonight to go along with his nine points and three block shots. Um, you know, you look at the overall rebounding numbers, 43 to 39. I mean, the Jazz weren't crunched uh, on the boards. Uh, giving up offensive rebounds wasn't necessarily the issue uh, tonight either, Tim. It just feels like we're not seeing Jazz basketball. That's been an issue, the rebounding, at times recently, but uh, was not tonight. Uh, rebounds weren't as big an issue in turnovers tonight. The Jazz... Did turn the ball over 17 times for 18 points. Um, again, some of that can probably be, be tied back to pace uh, because if you're racing the ball up, you're in the half court less. You're not running as much you know, in terms of sets, and teams can't really get set in um, unless you're just kind of reckless with the ball in transition. Uh, it's usually a good way to get shots as opposed to turning it over. So uh, I, I would say turnovers hurt the Jazz tonight, but nothing hurt the Jazz more than just their inability to get the pace uh, consistently where they want it to be, particularly at home. You'd think that would be easier. All right, Tim, let's get back down to the media room. It's time to hear from Boyan Bogdanovich. Well, why do you feel like the ball isn't moving very well? We did a good job, especially first quarter. Then in the second quarter, quarter we had a... And we were playing great defense on the first quarter. And then on, a, on the second quarter, we started... Turn the ball over. I had a, I had a two in a, two in a row. So they had a couple, couple easy buckets and kind of floors, floors open up for them. But uh, I think that our turnovers really cost us this game tonight. Quinn said that this team is working hard to establish an identity, but right now it's not living up to that. Um, not pushing the ball in transition, not being committed to running all the time, not being taking focus. So what, what's your response to that, I guess? I mean, we are all, I think, trying trying to play the right way. But like I said, when you are running in a fast break and turning the ball the ball over and instead of getting getting the shots, it's it's kinda kinda tough to play. I mean I don't have really much much to say. Tough Tough loss for us, but but we got him tomorrow. Tomorrow again. Boyan Bogdanovich, not a uh, man of few words tonight, Bogey. Uh, as he had, let's see here, twenty three points to lead the way for the Jazz. Nine of fourteen shooting, five of eight from three at four boards, an assist and a steal. And again, come away from that uh, conversation, Coach Lacombe, thinking you know they know what their issue is. They just need to do it. Yeah, Bogey pointed out, you know, the turnovers did hurt him um, and kind of lapses defensively. But Boyan was great tonight. Yeah, he, he was, was really very, good. very good. He, he came out with a – I thought he was one of the guys that came out with some juice. And he made his first six shots and really kind of had it going. Um, but, you know, 
it's yeah, you you said it. They, they everybody knows. Everybody knows what they need to do. It's a matter of getting everybody on the same page. And uh, Bogdanovich mentioned the the turnovers uh, seventeen as uh, we've been talking about as well. He had three of those turnovers and. He needs to look a little internally there. I know a lot of Jazz fans get frustrated with him, but it seems like uh, you know, uh, it struggles when he gets the ball dribbling into the lane and has some issues passing too. But uh, 17 is uh, probably a little too much on the turnover front. Donovan had four tonight. Conley with three. Rudy had three. Mentioned Bogdanovich with three. So they're gonna, just another thing they're going to have to tighten up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, it's a point of emphasis right now because teams are hurting them in transition. Nearly impossible to guard a turnover, Jake. It's nearly impossible to guard one because they are got a full head of steam, and your team's not expecting the ball to get transitioned. So uh, the other team definitely has a major advantage when that's going on. All right, let's get the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Uh, download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A One app. Taking a look at your free throws tonight. Uh, let's see, the Jazz were 12 of 18 from the line. And uh, New Orleans was 11 of 13. So, man, they, you know, missing six foul shots, including that one late from Rudy. That hurts, too. And honestly, you, if you think about some of those one-pass pose- possessions or no-pass, uh, the inability to get fouled. You know, if you move it a couple times, get the defense off kilter, and you drive it then. So, you you know, there, there's a lot of things that the Jazz need to work on. Again, this is a, this is a team that's really struggling to – fit with um, well, all the things that, uh, you know, are in the scheme. They know what to do, but it's just they're having a hard time figuring out how to get everybody to do it. Yeah, right. Isn't that isn't that seem like the challenge, getting everybody on the same page? I mean, I think uh, that's, you know, we're going to come back to this comment a lot, but uh, I think that's what Coach Snyder is talking about, the identity that they've built. They know what that identity is. You know, this is a group that's been together for a long time. It's just not happening. What, what, were, what would you say, if we're, if we're putting a, a pegboard together, the Jazz hang their hat on? Ball movement. Ball movement on defense. Yep. You know, tenacious defense. Um, you know, I think three-point shooting. Yes. Obviously. And, you know, what better chance to get those than in transition? So all stuff we, we talk about a ton here. Um, but it's not clicking, and we've seen it when it clicks, and it gets really fun when everything does click together. The team's still playing good offense, but they're just leaving so much on the table. Well, the Jazz were 13 of 33 tonight, which percentage from three. Percentage-wise, it's not terrible at 39%, but uh, that 33 number is not what we're used to seeing. We're used to seeing more attempts than that. Yeah, and you, and you can give some of the credit of that to to New Orleans with the way they played. I think part of it, though, is the Jazz not playing – with just enough force, you know, to create a guy. If, if you really drive it at the rim, you're going to get somebody to commit off of the shooters. And, um, you know, you, you got to do it consistently and you got to do it hard. But that kind of opening guys up off penetration and eyes out, you know, certainly something we want to see more of. I want to remind you about the, uh, the uh, Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Let's get some more player sounds. Let's go back down to the media room. And now hear from Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, you guys have 
expectations on competing for a championship. Right now, you guys all see playing at that level. Is is that something that's are the expectations weighing on you, or is that something that is just something that you guys just aren't playing it well at game twenty, or you know something in between? Um, you know, we're just not playing well. I'm not playing well. We're just not. Just doesn't look good. I mean, y'all see, it doesn't look good. Doesn't feel good. So, um, you know, it starts with ball movement, turnovers, transition, efficiency. Like it's just, it's not great right now. It happened twice in a week in games where we should have won and can't put it all on the refs. Like, yeah, if my shot goes in, we aren't necessarily in that situation, but we shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Uh, yeah. Grab your shoulder. Is it the lines of your shoulder that's right? Your elbow. What about your ankles? Ankles? Yeah, is it okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I don't know if you saw warm ups. I was flying everywhere. Okay. I'm good. Why is the ball sticking so much right now? You know, when a team, like, I'll give you an answer for tonight only. Don't take this for the other games. Tonight only when a team is blowing actions up and being physical. And, you know, we got to continue to find ways to outthink them, outmove them. We did that in spurts, but, you know, that's been one of our things. You know, when teams get physical, we got to be able to still continue to make plays, make the easy play. Um, I fell into that. A bunch of us did. So that, that's, that was tonight, you know, and other games, there's other reasons. But tonight, that was they did a good job of catching the ball at half court, picking us up. All those little things. So they did a good job of it. There are a lot of mouths to feed on this roster. Like there's you, Mike, Joe. I mean, Jordan. You go down the list. Are you guys thinking about it in those terms right now, or like you? Like our shots? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> why is I, I mean? Same question, Ryan. But why is the ball sticking? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's it's harder to execute offense when, team, like I said, this is for tonight only. Uh, it's harder to execute offense when team we're catching the ball out far. You know, we're we're not necessarily in position to run our plays. And, you know, you come in and you know they're doing a good job collapsing. You know, we're not finding the man, and it's the first pass. Because once you don't take the first pass, then everything else collapses after that. You know, and then if we don't shoot. You know, some games as we're not shooting, and then we our shot fake leads to a bad shot. So I could I could go down the list and explain it, but it's just like. Honestly, Andy, like we got to do it. Otherwise, this is who we're going to be. And this is not who we are. So we got to be better. I got to be better. Like, I, this is just, this is not who I am. And I'm going to get out of it, but I'm going to continue to play and continue to, to go out and go hard. And not, 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 we're not giving effort. I won't ever say that. You know, we're giving effort, but it's just a matter of locking in and focusing on the little things. Um, yeah. When you have watched some of your performances over the last couple of weeks, which you know haven't been that efficient, what have you seen? I think the first thing I'll start with my threes. I think I'm shooting farther out, get closer. You saw that tonight. I didn't make them, but I got closer. You know, I like the looks I got from three tonight, except for the last one, obviously. Um, you know, picking my spots, changing pace. My pace has been terrible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm able to get an assist, but that's like, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, for me, it's trying to find ways to create and create an advantage. And, you know, I'm just not, I got to be sure. You know, sometimes I look in the past, you know, I'm all, I'm all over the place. So 
just being sure with what I do, whatever it's passing, it's it's shooting, it's, you know, whatever it may be, it's got to be definitive because when you play, you know, not sure, you know, you get these these nights and look, let's be honest, teams are coming at me. <laughs> like it's no secret, you know, I'm not sneaking up on people and we're getting everybody the best shot. So am I, you know, and I'm built for this. And, you know, this is not a reflection of what I do and how hard I work, but, you know, like a, you know, it's a test of character and continue to work and continue to shoot and continue to be aggressive. I'm not going to let this deter me from what I've been doing, but in the same token, I just got to be better. Do you feel like the preparation has been there before each game? And then, for me? Or I just like as a team collectively and then like on the court, you guys just aren't executing? Yeah, we're just not executing. You know, I, I think as a group, we prepare, we have the in detail shoot around how we wanted to guard it tonight. I think we did a solid job, you know, on Ingram, you know, who was the main focus, you know, and Devontae went three of 10, like, you know, so you look at down the list, we did a solid job, but, you know, at the end of the day, we did it in spurts and we haven't, can't say we put a full 48 together and that's, and the team has been together for three years, you'd think that we'd do that. So, um, I, I got nothing else to tell you. I mean, bad but like it's 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 bad the way this feels you know and i don't mean the locker room's bad so don't go ahead and say that the locker room's not bad but that's bad and we're looking at it like that's bad and we have to go out there and fix it it's not who we are it's not what we do and we're going to fix it coaches can't help us the fans i mean no one can help us we got to do it collectively as a group and when we do that we should i mean we can say all day that you know that every team in the nba has a chance to be mm -hmm. like we know there are teams that just aren't as good mm -hmm. as some others mm -hmm. Does it feel worse when you lose to a team that's only got four wins? No, I, I mean, from the from the surface, it, it could look like that. But at the end of the day, you know, they're better than their record. You know, they they are a talented group. You know, um, they're not even full strength. You know, I, I got to give them credit. They're hungry. They're young. And and at the end of the day, they're an NBA team. It's not about you know. You look at the Thunder. Like we're a circled game. It's not like you know. It's 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 where like rookie year where we're I have no expectations. Like we're a circled game. Doesn't matter if we're playing the top seed, the last seed, like they're not going to play like their record, you know? And so there's no such thing as, you know, oh, you know, this team is four and whatever they are. Like, that's not the case. You know, this is quite frankly, when you play a team like this, guys who are who are young and some guys on the team haven't gotten paid or haven't earned the like things. And these are the games they prove it. You know, that's what I, that's what I did. You know what I mean? So like, we can't sit here and say, Oh, like you got guys fighting like, all right, I'm going against Donovan tonight. I'm going against Boyan. I'm going against JC. I'm going against Rudy Gobert. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't sit here and say, oh, you know, this team is whatever. Like, dude, we're, we're a circled game and we're not playing like we're a circled game. We're playing like we are trying to sneak up on people or just fall into it, you know, and that's not who we are. It's not what we do. And we got to we got to fix that. Well, he was most disappointed with this game. He said, Focus, intensity, and efficiency. So, which have been kind of recurring teams over the course. I am focused. Um, running, running hard, spacing, executing. You know, we do it when we need it in the fourth quarter. Do it at the beginning of the game. We we'll do it the third quarter, and then it's like the end of the second, end of the third, beginning of the fourth. Like you know, key key times where it's like we're losing attention to detail and that's supposed to be our thing. We got intelligent people in this locker room and not, look, we're not, we're not, you know, putting it together for a full 48. We do a lot of great things in the game. We do a lot of great things. And then for a three minute lapse, you know, and that changes the whole game, it gives the team confidence, you know, whether it's turnovers, it's, it's a backdoor, it's a, 
it's a it's a gamble on defense that we don't need. Um, that that's what hurts us, you know. And we can't put ourselves in these positions and expect to come out on top, especially against hungry teams like this. Nineteen games or whatever. How many games do you feel like you guys play a full forty-eight? What? My memory is not great, but I can't think of one. To be honest with you, uh, where we've played like, I won't say play like last year because we're a different team, but played where it just felt crisp from the jump. Um, maybe the first the first game or I really can't think of one. Maybe Atlanta, maybe, maybe. I don't I don't know, um, you know, but I, I feel like there's, we just don't, it doesn't feel like us. And at this point, it's really on us. It's really, you can't, you know, put it on on Quinn or the assistants, it's really on us. We have the same team we had last year, we, basically, you know, with, with adjustments and, and we just got to execute, man. We got to play better. There's Donovan Mitchell, who was big on accountability throughout all of that. You heard that comment at the end. You can't put it on any of the coaches or the staff or Coach Snyder. It's on the players to go out there and uh, play the way that they know how to play. And Donovan certainly very accountable for the shortcomings in his own game at the moment, which, you know, accountability is, has never been an issue with Donovan. As Donovan talked there, I thought, you know, the, the one thing that did come to my mind, and it's actually something you said last segment, but it really is kind of a time for the leadership of the team, him, yeah, Rudy. Um, you know, everybody's talked about these, these periods in the game, and, and interestingly, Donovan was asked there who, what game, you know, did you you feel like you played a full 48 and there wasn't one? Um, I mean, I think that's that's got to be something where yeah. it's not an effort thing too, Jake, right? Like Donovan said that. This is not us sitting up here saying they've got to play harder. I think it really is just more engaged and aware of what makes them great. Um, every team in the NBA comes off with no passes or one pass, and they play that way all year long, and they're – they're mediocre. But what makes this team good is when they move it, and that's what they got to get back to. And Coach Snyder said that a, a, a number of times during his postgame. So, uh, again, it, maybe it's a theme, but I, I think the team knows what they've got to do. They just have to do it. At least that's certainly what I gathered from Donovan right there as well. All right, coming up next, we'll get you more sound uh, from the players. Stay tuned. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Jazz lose to the Pelicans tonight, 98-97. We'll have more for you next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Jazz Radio Network, Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. It's brought to you by Mark Miller's Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Wiz campaign, Real Stories from Real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Your final uh, jazz fall to the Pelicans tonight, 98-97 in heartbreaking fashion. Led by Boyan Bogdanovich, who had 23 points. Donovan Mitchell uh, had uh, had 16. Uh, let's see here, Coach. Let's get to... Um, 
Oh, how about the uh, the big uh, score big with Arby's? Of course, they've got uh, a promotion going on right now. If the Jazz get to 111 points in any game, uh, and you have the Jazz app, you can get a free Arby's classic roast beef sandwich. And uh, the Jazz came up short of that, uh, scoring 97 points tonight in the loss, 98-97. It's been two games since we've got the score big with Arby's promotion, Tim, and the Jazz are 0 for 2, getting to 111. And, They'll get there. And we were like right out of the gate, like, oh man, every night we're going to have roast beef. Oh, I thought they're making well, us earn our roast beef. It's man. my fault. You know what? It's my fault because you're right. At the beginning of this promotion, I said, oh, 111, that's a good number. We're going to be swimming in roast beef sandwiches. And now we're 0 for 2. We're 0 for on the roast beef. Such a bummer because Arby's sounds so good. Uh, but, yeah, the Jazz uh, did not get there. They lose 98 um, to 97. And I think the postgame sound so far has been uh, really interesting, other than, you know, Bogdanovich gave us about 45 seconds. I don't know how much we learned from that. But I think uh, I think Coach Schneider um, was, was really uh, transparent with how he's feeling about the team, and I thought Donovan Mitchell was too. You can, you can sense, um, I don't know if frustration is the most accurate word, but you certainly can sense the tension. Oh man, it's it's definitely there. I think it's there in a lot of different ways. But you know, the only way this thing gets fixed is if if everybody kind of gets back on the same page. They check everything that they're trying to do and just make winning and and this team the most important thing. And I'm telling you, it's so much easier said than done. All right, let's get some more uh, player sound, coach. Let's go back down to the media room and uh, hear from Rudy Gobert. Assess the feeling right now. Is it frustrated, concerned? Where are you guys at? I mean, we we letting a lot of games slip away that we should win, and uh, at the end of the season, we're gonna feel stupid because we're gonna look at the schedule and some of these games, uh, and we're just gonna regret that we didn't keep playing the right way or closed out on those games. Preparation going into each game is there, and that it's just a lack of execution. It's just on us. It's not like whatever it is. Like we, I think we're old enough to understand how to win games. Uh, we just decide to. Whatever happens in the game, we stop doing it at the last, uh, at the end of the game, uh, or like we we move the ball for three games and then we decide not to move it uh, for one game. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm just trying to keep playing, keep uh, keep doing the right thing. And uh, at the same time, you don't want to overreact. But I, I don't think right now, I don't think we're playing like a, a team that wants to play for a championship. I think we're playing like a young team right now. And we're losing two young teams too. So even the young teams play better than us in, in the clutch. So, you know, it's uh, just got to look ourselves in the mirror and, you know, and, uh, and just realize what's going on like why why we not we up four with 30 seconds and we have the ball and you know like oh, and then we end up losing or you know what what what's going on and you know just watch film uh, keep getting better you know i think uh just gotta you know keep grinding because it's not easy at the same time but uh you know there's a lot of things that we can control that we don't we 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 don't put our focus on the right things. I think, and uh, it's just it's hurting the team, and it's, we're losing game that we shouldn't lose. How are you guys not playing as a unit? 
at this point? I mean, you guys are three, three, three years That's in. That's a great question. I wish I could answer. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many times we're going to have to lose in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, I'll be, I'll be 30, maybe 40 by then. You know, like, I don't know how many years we're going to keep losing in the playoffs uh, and learn, learning from it, you know, and we're doing the same stuff over and over and over. Uh, so hopefully we grow, you know, hopefully we, it hurts enough that we, we put our egos on the side, we grow and we play as a team. You know, I hope so. You feel like that is part of the problem is that their egos are playing here? Or I mean, it's the NBA. Uh, I just think like, you know, we we play team basketball, man. We, we're unstoppable. And we do it. And then I don't know why we stopped doing it for one game. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I think winning is better than, than anything, you know. So I don't know why we, we play a certain way. We win and, and then we decide uh, that, you know, we have to do something else and... And we, you know, we we fall into the stuff that we don't want to fall into, and and it affects our defense too. And you know, I think we, I mean, I think we know, you know, we. And once again, it's never going to be perfect, but we we just got to keep uh, play for one another. And then when we slip away a little bit, we gotta all like be there for one another, and then and uh, you know, and then just try to do something for for each other you know uh, whether it's a screen whether it's a pass whatever it is you know we we do it and then we stop doing it we just gotta be consistent with it because when we do that we i believe we you know we a championship team and by a championship team gotta be consistent and right now we're not why is that consistent you've been so elusive this season <clears throat> it's actually all the stuff that i just said i think what did the ball handlers, Mike and Donovan, both talked about how the offense just feels off. What does it feel like for you on the other end of that? Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to have my teammates, uh, you know, just try to get them, get them open, uh, you know, and then I feel like they've been, you know, I feel like we've been, like, well, like, like I said, the last two games, you know, that's the best offense we've played. Uh, we were moving the ball and uh, we're finding the open man and it's simple. I mean, we got so many weapons on this team. Uh, it's, it's a blessing to have a team with like so many great shooters and, and bigs that can really finish at the rim um, and bigs that can get their teammates open too. Uh, you know, so it's a, it's a blessing and, you know, we, it's really tough. I mean, the, 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 the other team, they have to come up with a game plan to try to, you know, they have to pick their poison in every game. And and uh, you know, and when we do that, we it's fun. It's fun, and you know, uh, no matter who scores, like it's it's fun, and we win, and you know, and it's it's championship basketball, you know. And and when we don't, we make it hard on ourselves, and you know, and it's not as fun. And then you know, it affects our defense, and then we we lose some games that you know we shouldn't lose. And there is Rudy Gobert with some very interesting statements coming after a tough loss. This really stood out to me. Coach Rudy said, hopefully this hurts enough that we put our egos to the side and play basketball as a team. How about that? Uh, it, I, I thought he was very candid. And, you know, he also said he likes winning more than anything. And, um, you know, I, I thought, you know, the one thing that that you can always count on with Rudy and he brought it up a couple of times is doing things 
you know, he's the ultimate in screen assists, getting guys open that way. Um, but I think everybody's got to have that mindset that, um, you know, winning should be the only thing. Uh, we have an identity. It's very, very clear when the Jazz are playing well and when they're not. And so, uh, you know, it's a matter now of, of those guys who have talked tonight, um, you know, make sure this this is something that gets – definitely planted in every guy's mind and, you know, figure out a way to, uh, man, you gotta, you gotta just gotta figure out a way to get this team playing the way they typically play. Rudy said they make it hard on themselves. They do. And that, that is so on the nose. Totally. Do. Yeah. That is so on the nose. And th- this game, well, really, I mean, you can look at Memphis parts of Oklahoma city. I mean, there's several examples, but this, this game really felt like that. I mean, I know that Donovan went out of his way to compliment Oklahoma city and, and I get it. And they did play hard and they did play physically with the jazz. Like it seems like everybody does, but tonight it felt like this was one of those games that the jazz really made it hard on themselves. I felt like down the stretch minus the, uh, the last shot. But if you go back and look like new Orleans was trying to play good hope or a good guest, you know, they turned the ball over, um, you know, the jazz had every opportunity to win that game. Um, but it, it isn't one play. And that's what I think everybody's getting at. It's not doing stuff that you're supposed to do 15, 20 times. It's going to bite you. Yeah. It's just going to bite you. Well, and there was that play where Donovan uh, went into the lane there at the end. And what, did he get blocked or turned it uh, turned it over? I think he got a shot blocked. Yeah, right? it was kind of and, a, a blocked attempt. And Rudy was wide open underneath the rim. All Donovan had to do was dishing and get Rudy the dunk. And, you, you know, it, Rudy notices that stuff because it's he's the one who's open, right? But that's just... You know, that's plays they were making last year and for whatever reason aren't this year. I mean, that's a play that uh, is just the example I'm choosing, but they made that hard on themselves. Instead of making a really contested layup, all they had to do was dish it to Rudy for a dunk. There's this idea when you play basketball, um, you know, guys can come off a ball screen and they can predetermine, hey, I'm going to throw it to my buddy in the corner. I'm going to come off this ball screen no matter what the defense is doing and I'm going to throw it to my buddy in the corner. Or they come off the ball screen instinctively, they see – that the buddy in the corner is covered. Mm-hmm. That the play's the role. Um, that's where the Jazz have got to get back to. And I feel like there's oftentimes where guys drive in the lane thinking, I'm going to go make a play here. Instead of just saying, hey, here's what the defense is doing, and I'm going to beat it with a better play. Uh, and that's what the Jazz are missing on right now. All right, the Jazz fall tonight to the Pelicans, uh, 98-97. to Post game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Uh, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read more. Share your own at MySubaruIs.com. We will get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one and the play of the game as well. Coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Donovan, rise and fire, three, pow! Utah leads! Donovan Mitchell! He just wins, wins, wins! Not the case, uh, as it turned out. There's your play of the game right there, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com, driven by you. The Jazz lose tonight to the Pelicans, 98 97 post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru is campaign real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes learn more and share markmillersubaru.com 
Uh, Jazz got 23 points from Boyan Bogdanovich tonight to lead the way. He really shot well. 9 of 14 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. Donovan Mitchell had 16. However, he did not shoot the ball well. 6 of 21 from the fields, 2 of 7 from 3. Uh, let's see here. Joe Ingles had 12 points coming in off the bench. Rudy Gay had 9. Uh, Mike Conley had 12 points and 5 assists. He played much better uh, in the second half. Rudy Gobert with 9 points, 10 rebounds, uh, and 3 blocks. Uh, in the loss, Brandon Ingram led the way for the Pelicans. He had 21 points. Uh, Hernan Gomez had 13 coming in off the bench. Jonas Valanciunas uh, had 11. And, uh, yeah, the Pelicans come away with the win. Big-time three-point basket uh, by Devontae Graham uh, to really seal the deal. What, about uh, uh, 1.5 seconds left as he nailed that shot. And then uh, the Jazz unable to actually attempt a shot at the other end as Rudy Gobert got an offensive foul. And uh, that is the ball game. The Jazz uh, lose a tough one at home to the Pelicans. So before we close the book on this one, Coach, and look forward to – Tomorrow night's game against the Pelicans. Let, let's let's talk about what we're taking out of this one. Well, I think it's almost more interesting what came out of the post game. Um, yeah, I think Coach Snyder being as direct as he was, and you know his comment that you know that there's an expectation and we're not meeting it basically uh, for the way we're going to play. Um, you know, I thought everybody else, Donovan, Rudy, were very interesting as well. Boyan didn't. You know, he, he was there for just a minute, but. The most important thing is that this message gets through. Um, you know, they're going to have an opportunity to run this back exact situation tomorrow night against the same team. Um, and really the the battle, Jake, is how do you find that focus? You know, how do you literally get back to um, really enjoying the successful process? And if that is come down and move the ball and don't see it again for a couple possessions, be okay with it if things are going well. Um Pat Riley talked a lot about a disease of me in, in L.A. after the Lakers won their title. And, you know, I see a little of that. I mean, it's easy to think of yourself. But Rudy talked about getting rid of ego and just playing the game uh, for, the, for, the what, you know, for the way they love it. And, and that really is the secret. On uh, a lighter note... Uh, we have some breaking news coming from Sarah Todd of the Des News, who just threw out this tweet saying there is a cat inside Vivint Arena. A cat? There's a cat on the loose inside of, uh, of Vivint Arena. And I'll tell you what, if that's a, a, a smart cat, that cat will never be found. This is a big building. Yeah, and there's random food everywhere. <laughs> you just got to figure out how to get beyond some of the locks. <laughs> if I were the beer, I would go right to the beer. Yeah, I'd go to the, the cat go to the beer t- the beer tap and... And just you have quite a night here in the arena. <laughs> I just saw that tweet pop up from Sarah. It's like, oh, there's a there's gonna a be random a, loose cat in the arena. It's going to be a black cat, and it's going to run right in front of me. I know it. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe there's a cat in the arena that uh, somehow is jinxing the Jazz. That's what it feels like. It's the cat's fault. Cat's fault. It's got to have. We got to blame somebody. Blaming the cat. Well, maybe they get the cat out of here by uh, by tomorrow night because the Jazz don't have long to think about this one. Well, really, 
the Pelicans don't have long to think about this one uh, either. I want to say big thanks to uh, David Locke and Ron Boone doing a great job calling the action. Uh, thanks to uh, the broadcast assistants tonight. Thanks to our friend Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller Subaru, the title sponsor of the postgame show. Uh, don't forget about the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse. Each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Of course, Coach Lacombe, thank you, sir. Thank you, Jake. Enjoy your quick evening, and I'll see you right back in this seat tomorrow night. We'll be right here. Same bat time, same bat channel, same bat teams. Same bat cat. teams. Cat, cat, cat. We'll see if they we'll see if they clear the cat out of here because maybe maybe that indeed is the issue. Your final, uh, the Pelicans beat the Jazz ninety eight ninety seven as we just indicated. Uh, next broadcast coming your way tomorrow night. Uh, Jazz take on this very same Pelicans team from here at Vivint Arena. That game will tip off at seven o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at six, and you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.